0: Hi everyone, Brennan here with a Nerd Degree update. Just like Gmail, Nerd Degree is permanently in beta, so here are the notes for the latest patch. First of all, episodes will now be shorter, but will be released every two weeks. Uh, We're going to introduce a range of guest hosts uh, in the lineup, instead of just hearing from me every time. Uh, There's still no matchmaking for raids... Uh, But we are still going to be uh, recording live first Wednesday of every month here at Orange Studios, Christchurch, New Zealand. So please restart your podcast while the Nerd Degree updates. Uh, The host for episode six is Ben Allen, and I will talk to you again in two weeks. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, please welcome your nerds. welcome there will be no fade out <laughs> there will be only abrupt music halting all right welcome everybody to episode six of the nerd degree my name is ben allen uh, i'm sitting here in the host uh, desk tonight uh to take you through a wild celebration of the mad bad and dangerous to know in this episode which we have entitled march madness a whirlwind tour of pop culture and sanity. I'll be assisted by Igor in the booth. Are you there, Igor? Yes, master. Oh, there he is, Igor. Is everything everything ready, Igor?
2: Yes, master.
1: Good, 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 good. So we have two teams uh, here battling for you tonight for Nerd Supremacy. Uh, Over on my left, uh, team captain, why don't you introduce who you're playing for tonight? That would be me Yes <laughs> uh, I, Hi Brendan uh, Hi uh, We are going to be playing for We're representing
0: Miskatonic University And we're trying to raise funds For our upcoming Antarctic
1: expedition Right right And on my right uh, Sen who are you guys Playing for tonight uh, We're playing for the Quattro Wellness Centre Ah. Open, your mind. Open your, Open mind. your mind. Open your mind. All right, and uh, if we just uh, now introduce each of our players, uh, we've all already heard from Brendan and Sen there, uh, and to Brendan's immediate right, we have Erin.
3: Hi, my name's Erin, um, and I teach lecture type business at the University of Canterbury, mostly pop culture stuff.
1: And to Erin's right, we have...
4: Hi, my name's Andrew. Uh, I am the gaming editor of badassdigest.com, and I... Uh, I like cookies Good
1: Can we have a uh, big hand for Miskatonic University everybody (laughs) (laughs) And over here on the Quattro Rollers Centre To
5: two two left Hi I'm Derek Flores Improviser and comedian That's it (laughs) Well done
1: (laughs) And uh, to Derek left Hi I'm Jeff Clark uh, Father of nerds And uh, comic book collector The Quattro Wellness Center, ladies and gentlemen. All right, on to our first round, which is, of course, as always, the nerdly news. Uh, But but before we get on to that, we do have a show sponsor tonight, Eagle, don't we? We'd be very disappointed if we didn't uh, uh, reveal the
2: sponsor of the overall show. That's right. Episode 6 of The Nerd Degree is brought to you by The Voices. The Voices. (laughs) Listen to them. They only want what's good for you. (laughs)
1: Thank you <laughs> thank you, Igor Good advice Good advice for us all Alright so In the nerdly news of course A big, a big week and a sad week for mm. nerds uh, This week with the, with the death of uh, Leonard Nimoy um, We just would like to acknowledge that a little bit The tributes have flown in uh, Of course from President Obama Who said that uh, long before being nerdy was cool uh, There was Leonard Nimoy um, Andrew I know uh, Leonard Nimoy would Have a big influence in your life I'd
4: imagine um yeah uh, from I, like my earliest memories are Star Trek related um and I I <laughs> <laughs> like I'm serious like my, like I I can't remember a time before uh, Star Trek um b- or before Star Trek was part of my life um one of the I was, I, I was as, I remember as a small child being very proud that I could do the Vulcan salute um <laughs> it's tricky it's and, tricky um, I watched uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 one. Oh, that's great. Um, Great movie, uh, which is also a Leonard Nimoy film um, in conjunction with uh, Donald Sutherland and Jeff Goldblum. It's so good.
3: I'm particularly fond of uh, Leonard Nimoy's 1967 album, Mr. Spock's Sounds from Outer Space. I actually played uh, a track of that um, on the radio. No, in both my last... uh, I host a jazz show for local radio station, RDU and Leonard Nimoy has made appearances on quite a few of them. And he uh, does songs such as Where Is Love, as Mr. Spock, Mm. uh, music to watch Space Girls by... Twinkle, twinkle, little Earth, and my favourite, a visit to a sad planet, which is all about um, environmental degradation. So it's super oh, cheery. Cool.
0: He also did the the ballad of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely classic, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was also
6: um, did a lot of voiceover acting. Um, most yeah. notable was the uh, nineteen eighty six animated Transformer movie. Yes, the voice did, of the voice of Galvatron. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was great. See, he was everywhere.
1: So yeah. sadly, um, silly with without without the Moy, which we're all very sad about. Uh, until we find the Genesis planet, which we'll hopefully mm. sort that one out. Mm. Um, right, so on to the questions. Uh, first question is for you, Miskatonic University. What colour is this dress?
3: <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> uh,
1: very, very divisive uh, question. Okay, uh, the, the actual question I'd like to ask you that the dress was what consumed us all on the first day of what? Uh, the, first first the first day of, of, day of the rest the of, risk of our God lives. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> we now we uh, live in
0: a we live in a post dress game world. You know? Um
4: first day of March? I don't know. No, no. Uh, uh, first day of
1: March? Now? let me let me March. throw it over to uh Do You guys have any idea the the first day
5: oh, of Lent. This
1: is what this Fashion is what the internet was doing with the first day of Giving
3: what? up shitty dresses for
1: Lent. Yeah. yeah.
0: Lent. Uh, the first day of the lama Apocalypse. <laughs> no, that did happen
1: also the same day, but this was, in fact, the first day of net neutrality. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, course, yes, which right. was yeah. approved by the, the FCC uh, with a vote of three to do. Uh, that result was described by ABC News, NBC News, uh, the BBC, CBS, CNN, USA Today, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times as net neutrality and by Fox News' internet regulation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, the llamas were also a big feature on the first day of net neutrality, which, as the AV Club summarised, uh, was as if people took the $100 bill of newly assured internet freedom and used it to light a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, well, if, you,
0: if you don't regulate the internet, then... The llamas will get out that's and right. run free. They'll escape from the memes. Next, next up, it'll be cats on Roombas yeah. roaming the streets.
5: In shark costumes. Yeah. An army of those cats. Like, oh, with the Roombas, they can get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Uh, by easy.
3: llamas, yeah. wearing dresses. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay, so no, um. points, no points for anyone there. <laughs> oh,
5: I think the, the,
4: the entirety of the internet using human race should be de- deducted. That's points. right. For, <laughs> that's yeah. right.
1: For that. Uh, okay, next question for you guys: uh, Why did Harriet McDougal receive a rude awakening in February? What was the nature of the rude awakening received by Harriet McDougall?
6: Was it a bright light in the skies?
1: <laughs> she couldn't move. And then these little gray guys with black eyes walked in. That, that would have been rude. Long. But <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Uh, Harriet McDougal is the widow of Robert Jordan. The author, oh, the author of the Wheel of Time. they they screened the pilot to the uh, wheel, of, they, the Wheel of Time. Was it, What did Robert Jordan write? Yes, the <laughs> Wheel of Time. Welcome. Sold over forty four million copies worldwide. The Wheel of Time yeah. series. <laughs> yes, I'll get around to reading it eventually. It was,
0: um, it was one of those things like when they got, um, they made that. Fantastic Four film that never got released. The Roger Corbyn uh, Fantastic Four. Cor- solely
4: to retain the rights to it.
1: Yeah, is so it? They, right. they had to yeah.
0: release this pilot episode, yeah. which they just shat out to, to oh,
4: retain the rights. That's right. Much that's like
1: much like Sony did with Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I mean that is literally the reason Bryn, why they uh, keep making those. Brennan is exactly right there. Um, it a a pilot, uh, Red Eagle Entertainment, who uh, Robert Jordan gave the rights to before his death. Um, had to make a a pilot by uh, February 11 or they would lose the rights Uh, so they assembled and and shopped uh, going from pre-production to being ready to air in 20 days wow. <laughs> awesome um, they, they apparently filmed 22 script pages in one day uh, the pilot aired at 1.30am on an obscure uh, cable channel and starred Billy Zane yes,
4: <laughs> yes. Oh. Billy Zane! Oh. Say that was <laughs> awesome that reliable
1: indicator of quality oh, um, yes. Harriet McDougall, of course, uh, Robert Jordan's wedding, uh, widow had claimed to have no knowledge of it and the production company has sued her, claiming that she was flown first class to a meeting about it. So, <laughs> uh, so v- very good, Brennan. Uh, five points here. Uh, why might we be seeing Lara Croft soon looking for priceless archaeological treasures in a sewer?
3: Is there a crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja? Well, oh, you're on the right
1: track. Ooh.
0: You're on the right Ooh, track. Do I get a point? I know what it oh, is. Oh, uh, <laughs> is, is it? Megan Fox is going to play. Uh, Lara Croft and she was also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
1: no Uh, Jeff they have hired the same screenwriter who wrote the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that bastion of quality to write the screenplay of the rebooted Tomb Raider quite right Jeff very well done give a round of applause to everybody yes Yes. nice Yes. yes
0: Hopefully uh, they're also going to get Vanilla Ice to do the theme song. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun,
1: uh, fun fact: the person who wrote <laughs> the person who wrote the script That's to the be fun Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no,
5: it's, it's good. The Am person I who wrote the, the
1: script for the reboot of the video game Tomb Raider was Rihanna Pratchett, the daughter of Terry Pratchett. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that see, that, okay. That, that, okay. Could, that
0: was quite fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was it's only partially fun. That's minus three points from Jeff. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> It's just somebody being related. I'll give, to you, I'll give you five else. points for the correct answer, though, Jeff. Yes, it is indeed. Uh His other screenwriting credits include Snow White and the Husband, uh, <laughs> Divergent, and an as yet unproduced third G.I. Joe film, so oh. that bodes well for that film. <laughs> <laughs> Quattro, what's giving tech entrepreneur Elon Musk a Cassandra complex at the moment?
5: Okay, I, I don't know, but I'm going to try to break it down. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> so Elon Musk, so it's something to do with odour no, and something to do with pheromones. That's his
1: actual name.
5: No, well, I, that's why I'm piecing it together. And pheromone. <laughs> so it's something to do with pheromones, Cassandra of being able to see into the future, but no one listening to him. So something about uh, odours taking over the world. You're, you're nowhere near. Okay. Um, <laughs> um,
1: he's trying to fly to Mars, isn't he? He's trying to get together a commercial space flight or something. He's got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he's, he's not, got he's too many fingers. Oh, too many he's, fingers. A, he's afraid. <laughs> yeah. of, he, he, he's, he, he, he recently went on record with Stephen Hawking about artificial intelligence being Ooh, the doom of us all. Now you're getting um, on. Now you're getting so on to it, Jeff. I suspect that he's not able to answer the the capture question to get into. Yeah, the well, numbers. you've <laughs> more or less corrected there. Um, uh, Google subsidiary uh, DeepMind uh, announced uh, following the last month. We talked about a, a programmer who had. Teach AI to play Super Mario. Google's uh, subsidiary, DeepMind, has devised a, a program which was given 49 retro video games uh, from Atari to play. Uh, one program learned how to play them all uh, with no instructions, uh, just the pixels of an Atari game and a running score. Uh, so uh,
0: it's as smart as like a five-year-old. Yeah, that's right,
1: that's right. Um, eventually it apparently began to uh, work out strategies that the researchers themselves had not even considered. Uh, it's definitely fun to see computers discover things you haven't figured out yourself, said one of the team members, <laughs> apparently without even a hint of concern. <laughs> uh, and Elon Musk, uh, commenting on it, said, uh, uh, unless you have direct exposure to groups like DeepMind, you have no idea how fast AI is growing, he said. Uh, the risk of something seriously dangerous happening is in the five-year time frame. Wow. Well, yeah, why for one reckon-
3: welcome our at- Atari overlords? Oh, that's right. Uh,
1: uh, Miskatonic, why might we soon expect the nation of Greece to undertake a massive upsurge in its export of virtual hats?
3: Is that to go with all their uh, virtual money? Mm. <laughs>
7: ooh, ooh! Like the Greek, the Greek people in the audience are like, "Oh, finished.
1: step
0: off, Greece!" <laughs> 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 the Spartans uh, only wear only wear cloaks and hats.
4: I'm um, was, Aaron was um, on the right track. Uh, uh yeah. is something to do, is something to do with the, the steam economy. Um, yes, so, yes, it is. Okay, so uh, is okay. It, so they inflation and in their economies tank. They sell sell a lot of. Sell. Oh, I know why. It's because the guy who created... <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the guy who who uh, Valve hired to create the. Um, the, the virtual economy in, in Steam and, and Team Fortress 2, where people like make and, and like buy and sell hats to each other, um, has been hired
1: as like the, the like economic head of Greece? Yeah, Yanis Varoufakis is his name, and he, <laughs> he uh, is now the finance minister of Greece. He's uh, in the recent elections, he's coming in a left-wing anti-austerity party, and yeah. his previous job was at Valve uh, as their economist in residence overseeing the uh, economy of virtual hats so is yeah, all
3: their cabinet going to be people who've previously worked in the video game
1: <laughs> <case? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> maybe and they, have, they have John, John Carmack is. Mr. Varoufakis <laughs> He is now apparently, pr- pr- apparently holds the future of the euro in his hands and wow, what he wow. used to hold in his hands with the virtual hats Very good Andrew, uh, f- just, five, just five points to Mr. Like there Just as long as Peter Molyneux doesn't get his hands on
0: it <laughs> 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 he's, he's the classic politician though, <laughs> he Mr. promises
4: T- everything <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. doesn't deliver Never delivers But as
3: long as that competition doesn't end in either a fatality or a babality <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. John Romero hey, is now least, in, fr- in charge of the armed forces
4: At least uh, if, you know, if you have people from Valve in government they can never have have more than two terms that's right uh, that's right. Nice. um <laughs> <laughs> ne- <laughs> <laughs> one, one person. yeah the the
1: okay <laughs> uh, okay last question uh, for you guys uh, Quattro uh, why is everyone rushing to post their pop culture fan art to Instagram perhaps a bit more than usual lately because it's what got Neil Bonkamp the alien directing gig Neil Blomkamp posted some uh, pictures of his concepts for a new Alien film and it sparked a huge Instagram push for him to be put in charge of the next Alien film and they got what they wanted but it also means that he's probably going to throw out well no it probably means that the movie is going to throw out Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection lore Yep, uh, pretty much on the money.
4: Did you? <laughs> yeah. yep. no, comedy, no comedy, just hard yeah. uh, truth, <laughs> just
1: facts. I uh, say, I re- what I really
4: hope is that he makes this movie that like seems like it's throwing out Alien Three and Alien Resurrection, but then at the end of this movie, they all like uh, yeah, Hicks hated. and Newton get get in another uh, escape
1: pod yeah. so they can
4: get killed all over again. Yeah, start yeah. Alien Three.
1: I think I, I I like the whole Alien Three and Alien Resurrection like are a dream that Ripley had inside the cryo tube oh, and she comes out and she gets out and then, <laughs> and then and then Hicks is having a shower in yeah. a great Dallas homage
6: so I haven't um, been following this much but this is a photo that I've seen circulating where Ripley's sort of half alien she's heart. wearing There's an that, alien helmet yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah, yeah cool. a virtual um, hat I'm with it now yeah, yeah. yeah a virtual <laughs> hat so yeah
1: he pretty much social medied a hundred million dollar film into existence uh, he uh, the, the confirmation that we have is that Neil Blomkamp's uh, Twitter account uh, has a, a drawing of the alien uh, with the tweet that said, um, So I think this is officially my next film. So it's either another alien film or it's some kind of documentary about H.R. Geiger, and we're not sure which it is yet.
0: But well, at least they're getting their ideas off Instagram and not say deviant art. That's, <laughs> that's right. You're not Tumblr. Nobody wants to see that film. Yeah. Okay,
1: so that, that is the end of the, the nerdly news round. Uh, Igor, how do the
2: scores sound after that round? After the nerdly news, Miskatonic University is on nine points. But the Coato Wellness Centre is on a lucky 13. Oh, give them a Ooh. round of <laughs> applause, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen.
1: Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so on to the, on to the quotes round. These are all madness related. <laughs> are they all quotes from madness songs? <laughs> no. Welcome to the house of fun. No. <laughs> there will be no... None of your 80s Britpop here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was we, the only one I had. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm crazy, but I know better. It's not I who am crazy.
3: Is that, is that Ren the asthmatic chihuahua?
1: Yes, Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Space
3: Madness? Space Madness.
1: I have, to, I have to read the rest of this just because okay. it's so good. Didn't you hear him? Didn't you see the crowds? Oh, my beloved ice cream bar. How I love to lick your creamy center. And you're also nutty chocolate covering. You're not like the others. You like the same things I do wax paper, boiled football leather, dog breath. We're not hitchhiking anymore.
5: We're riding
3: <laughs> can, I, can I tell you why I know that apart from the fact that, that I grew up loving Ren and Stimpy But I teach that
5: Oh wow I know oh,
3: So you need to madness. come to the University of Canterbury and do cultural studies And we cover our Ren and Stimpy cartoons in one of my lectures Excellent. Which I get paid to do
1: Very <laughs> <I'm> good <laughs> uh, uh Next one This is blasphemy This is madness uh,
4: This is Wait, this is blessed me. This is not. This is Sparta. This is Sparta. Yeah. Well, that yes. was beautifully delivered. <laughs> <laughs> you really well, that's, kept it. I mean, I like that was that's what I was different. disappointed with. I like, <laughs> saw that movie I was like, that that line was clearly written to be kind of delivered like uh, underplayed. Yeah, yeah, real, <laughs> like, kind
1: of naturalistic. <laughs> and, the thing, and, then he, like, and then he accidentally puts like, him into like, the bottommost. Well, ex- oh, well, sorry. Ex- like,
4: it's like he trips up and like I mean that's how it was written. I think we should give I Andrew one they, more chance at delivering that properly. This is madness.
1: THIS. <laughs> IS. Sparta. Uh, yeah
7: Nice
1: <laughs> yeah, It sounded good. like he was from Scotland though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it was He Scotland. is from Scotland He is from Scotland Oh yes, good point I always want good to point. see
3: him in an Ikea so we can walk around going
1: THIS. IS. SPARTAN
4: <laughs> I mean like what do you I mean do we know what the Spartan accent was like when they spoke English? Guess <laughs> It was <laughs>
1: Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Greek It was Greek
4: probably
1: right, Greek So Okay, um, <laughs> next quote Hey, you created me I didn't create some loser alter ego to make myself feel better. Take some responsibility. Jeff. That was said by Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden in to the, narrator in in Fight the Club. film Fight Club. Very well. Very good. Very good. Two Hashtag points there. Yeah. Send a maniac to. Jeff. Catch a maniac. Yes. Who said that? That was. Oh, send maniac to catch a maniac. That was. I can't remember. That's oh, I'm oh, just throwing it open. Delib- oh. Demolition. 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 Demolition Man. Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition Man! Demolition <laughs> Man! yes. John Spartan, so it's a phone from Demolition Man. One, one s- point another, each another, there. Another Spartan reference there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This Spartans, it's, it's multiple themes. I've been trying to figure out something in my head and maybe you can help me out, yeah? When a person is insane as you clearly are, do you know that you're insane? Maybe you're just sitting oh. around reading guns and ammo, masturbating in your own feces. Do you just oh. stop and go,
5: wow? Is this from a Judy Bloom novel? (laughs) Is this Are You There God It's Me Margaret? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, fuck. I thought I had it.
1: Uh, I'll finish it off. Um, Do you just stop and go, Wow, it is amazing how fucking crazy I really am. Yeah, do you guys do that? Um, Is it from uh, 12 Monkeys? No, but you've got the right actor. Um, One of the right actors from the film 12 Monkeys, (laughs) who has also already (laughs) appeared in the squad (laughs) section. Jeff Brad Pitt to John Doe In the movie Sivir Yes Jeff Well done Well Uh, done Very good Two points there I think Uh, there was
5: something similar though In Are You There God It's Me Yeah that's probably God God was saying that to Margaret (laughs) Yeah He's losing his mind And I'm reaping all the benefits
1: Jeff, you're in prayer. Yeah, John Lovitz and the Wedding the Singer. The Wedding Singer talking it was ab- talking about uh, Robbie Hart having a complete <laughs> mental breakdown after his g- girlfriend leaves him at the altar. That's good. Tr- which ultimately leads to the. I altar just the Harry name Moore. of the film, though. <laughs> the Wedding Singer. <laughs> He's got
5: one point and, and I bet Jeff has another fun fact. <laughs> That's right. No.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> although.
1: although <laughs> <laughs> been, Hang on a minute. It was. It was the beginning of the. Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler <laughs> partnership of romantic comedies. Which I wish they so had made. <laughs> it was the beginning of the end. It was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Okay, next quote. Um, guess what, guys? It's time to embrace the horror. Look, we've got front row tickets to the end of the <laughs> earth. I'm going to uh, ask Brendan because I'm sick of <laughs> hearing from Jeff. Is it Kevin <laughs> in the Woods? No. Ooh. Jeff. Steve Buscemi in space in Armageddon. Yes. Jeff is on fire in this round. just routing. like <laughs>
4: like really fucking happy with this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, and
1: He whatever, knows anybody, madness. He just knows, like he knows just, like, uh. just gonna leave that leave the names out here. Uh oh, but I don't want to go among mad people. Oh, you can't help that. We're all mad here. I'm mad. You're mad. <laughs> Andrew, that was beautiful. Um uh, Fuck. It's Alice, in it's Mon- Alice in Wonderland. Yes, okay, so you can tell me who were the two characters that we're talking.
4: Um
3: is it the Hatter? Yeah,
0: it it's must it's be the Mad Hatter and the match. here. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Ooh,
0: Ooh no. Mad oh, It no. must be the oh.
3: other characters, like the... maybe the Cheshire oh. yes, or it's... cat. Yes. The cat and the
1: caterpillar. And the eponymous character from And the... Alice? Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Fuck
3: yeah!
0: Well done!
1: Just so Jeff doesn't get some points. Very well. <laughs>
0: Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason that the mad hatter was mad was because hatters at the mm. time would use mercury, mercury. In, the, in the making of the hats and that mm. would drive them insane. Oh,
4: yeah. mm. Mm. Mm.
3: In March, headers <laughs> would get really rainy.
0: In March?
1: In yeah. uh, uh, March, and No, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: caterpillars uh, eventually turn into
1: uh, butterflies. No! <laughs> uh, Igor, what do the scores look like out, out of that, after that Jeff dominated round?
2: Well, Miskatonic University is on 16 points. But here's a fun fact about Jeff's team <laughs> score. It's 21!
5: <laughs> Single-handedly.
1: I used both hands. Okay, well. uh, we're going to go into an, a new round now. And this is called Last Laugh. And uh, of course you're going to be <laughs> properly insane... Uh, you must have a, a good, evil, or maniacal laugh. And I've got a, a number of maniacal laughs oh. from, from pop culture that I want you guys to identify <laughs> <laughs>
7: wow. the laughter. Yeah. Okay, Okay. all right,
1: so we'll do this one at a time. Just buzzing when you think, you know, we're going we're gonna to start off with... I've got some bonus questions here too, so we'll start off with an easy one.
6: It's got to be Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hut. <laughs> yes. Jabba the Hut. Well done, Sin. We
1: we'll okay. <laughs> uh, bonus question for you guys: Where is the original Jabba the Hut puppet now? Where? Yes.
5: I would. Lucas's sex dungeon <laughs> <laughs> what He dresses up in Leia's bikini <laughs> And fucks even, himself just, with uh, the Jabba tail he get to
3: dress up as Princess Leia in this?
1: What, <laughs> what a horrifying thought <laughs> Oh my god um, <laughs> So do you guys have any idea what the Jabba puppet might be Over um, here in the yeah. it's, uh My brain hurts, I'm not sure I can
0: Well the, I mean the, the, the land speeder though were on crashed it's, And so it be yeah. in
1: the like desert The desert um, yeah. Actually um, it's, it's a pair of eyeballs because it was made out of foam rubber oh, yeah. it just sort of melted into a puddle <laughs> so all that is left is a pair of eyeballs okay but, but where
7: are the watching it. in the <laughs> Lucasfilm archives
0: Steve Buscemi in Armageddon <laughs> i, I, I I'm something
1: species I kind oh, of want um, I I, I'm kind of tempted to say it's Skeletor and Masters of the Universe mm, but no. no not quite I, <laughs> I, Sin, I oh Sid knows that laugh yeah. yeah he knows that laugh <laughs> I don't know is it
6: um who's the the bad guy from I can't even think of the good guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not Khan Khan never did him the, right the life. bad guy from that film with a good guy and a bad yeah, yeah. guy is that <laughs> what we have so um, far Oh, I think we're going to have to have a part. We're looking for Agent Smith. Uh, oh, Agent Smith right. on The Matrix. Uh, okay, Agent Smith. Have thought you, thought you thought
0: can we hear that, that again? Such a jockey. Yeah, here he kind of is again. Yeah. Here he is again. Uh,
1: yeah,
4: that's totally
1: him. Uh, see, hmm. I've wiped the other two movies from my memory. That's right.
4: <laughs> They're underrated. Yeah okay we're be overrated. there's a bonus question <laughs> since nobody I'll throw
1: this bonus question open for an extra point uh which of his roles was Hugo weaving referring to when you said it was one of the only things I've ever done where I had no knowledge of it I didn't care about it and I didn't think about it Andrew uh for the role
4: of Megatron
1: Megatron that's right that's um, right
4: apparently he would record like he'd like he'd be working on a play or something and he'd like go into a sound booth for an afternoon and record all his lines and it's like he's never met michael Bay uh, he'd like and like, gets paid enormous amount. And I'm like, yeah, good on you. Like, that's <laughs> fucking great,
1: because who gives a shit about those movies? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He got, he got $200,000 for, for, for an hour of work. Nice work, right yeah. yeah.
5: Vincent Price at the end of Thriller. No! Oh.
3: That's very much oh. like that. We're gonna have
5: it again. Hey, we're gonna have it again, yeah. Jeff.
6: <laughs>
1: yeah. Jeff. Oh. Jeff, you want to tell us? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say it was Gary Oldman and Dracula. No! No, 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 no Derek. Derek!
5: Heath Ledger is the Joker. Yes, yes, uh, very
1: good. Heath Ledger is the Joker. Okay, next one. Is <laughs> that Skeletor? No! Oh Woody Woodpecker! No! Here it is again! <laughs> <laughs> what
7: the hell is happening in my life?
5: Is it like a dull horror movie? No! <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Slice Noodle In Return of the Jedi No <laughs> <laughs> Yo the audience knows What's what the audience? Bad Jelly the Witch. Oh, Thank you. No. Spike Milligan. Spike no. Milligan is Bad Jelly uh, the Witch. Stinky poo,
3: stinky poo. Nickers, nickers, Nickers. nickers, nickers. nickers.
1: Yep. Bad Jelly the Witch is apparently a massively disproportionate success in New Zealand. Only in New yeah. Zealand, yeah. To nowhere else. So we've sold 40,000 LPs of Bad Jelly the Witch here. And the know?
3: books, the beautifully illustrated
1: books. And the play. Uh, okay, this is this is a nice quick one for you. There we go. That sounds like Homer Simpson. No, <laughs> it sounds like no. something
3: from The Mighty Boosh. <laughs> All I know is that it's, it's amazing.
1: This is one of the most evil characters in recent pop culture.
5: <laughs> God, I really <laughs> care who it is. <laughs> is it Goldfinger? No, nope. gold evil. You say most evil characters. One of the
1: most evil characters uh, one of the most popular franchises of recent times.
3: Right,
1: and it's like Voldemort? Yeah. Yes, Aaron! It's yeah. Lord Voldemort! Yes, yeah.
5: finally!
3: Oh,
1: Lord Voldemort uh, has... I,
4: oh, I remember him doing that <laughs> laugh, it was amazing then it's amazing now! <laughs>
1: Oh, we have got a bonus question for you there on Voldemort, uh, Aaron. Uh, what incident on the set of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows did Ralph Vines later refer to by saying, I felt very good about myself? <laughs> Killing Harry Potter, surely. <laughs> no. no. Was it when, when he got his nose sliced off from the, no, the role. <laughs> <for> the role. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's so method, <laughs> man.
1: It was not. Uh, no, he felt good about himself when uh, the young child of a scriptwriter... Uh, Was on the set and burst out crying (laughs) Uh, um, uh, Fine said I think children should be really scared of Lord Voldemort So he thought he was doing a very good job Uh, But this was his laugh
7: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sounds like an
1: old man
0: Like with no teeth (laughs)
1: You you can see why he wasn't very popular At Hogwarts back in the
4: day (laughs) (laughs) Okay <laughs> hey okay. Like he'd be the worst person to go and see like go and see like a comedy movie with. Yeah. Like.
3: All right. Or a really sad movie with <laughs> yeah. one really fit really yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: um, yeah. in the movie. But yeah. Philadelphia stuff i trying.
1: Alright.
3: Yes. I like his enthusiasm. <laughs> and
0: the positivity about it as well. Yeah
3: it's going
1: um, and there's a clue here in one of the previous bonus questions this is one of the characters that we've talked about in another format <laughs> is it, is it Megatron yes it's Megatron, Megatron
5: in Transformers the
1: movie that's right it's Megatron Jeff in one of the more recent uh, Megatron cartoons Frank Welker uh, has played that character for about 30 years probably pissed off that Hugo Weaving got $200,000 to, to summon for him
5: where, uh, where was the
1: where was the fan campaign to bring him on like the whole never the, vo- the voice of Optus Prime got he, got he got on because the fans said it, it must be him uh, okay we've got t- we've got two more to go here <laughs> yeah. this oh. is so dramatic this is really pretty quick. Good. is that Mark Hamill as the Joker yes Jeff well, well done oh, well wow. done yes. picking that out different yes. Joker He's, and yeah, uh, probably the best Joker last one in this round <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman is Dracula. Nope. <laughs> uh, Gary
4: Oldman in uh, The Fifth Element. It's
1: not Gary Oldman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gary Oldman
1: in True Romance. <laughs> Still not Gary Oldman. Uh, Gary Oldman in The Dark Knight. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to the music and this, the rest of the sound, you might pick this one up. <laughs>
0: the bad guy from Temple of
1: Doom I'm gonna play you the whole thing now play the whole movie play the whole you're gonna kick yourselves <laughs> oh it's the
7: fucking
3: James Bond one isn't it
1: no oh. <laughs>
5: It's a, a space it's a space one Anyone um, Something
4: aliens
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger is involved
4: Is it oh. Total Recall? To, is it Total recall. No. no
1: What are the other ones? It is the Predator At the end of Predator oh. During his self-destruct sequence Oh, oh god really I am going to
4: myself <laughs> That was <Yeah>. terrible <laughs> well, No to be
0: fair This is really hard <laughs> Oh sure <laughs> you're going to get that one
1: And then of course That is immediately followed by A nuclear explosion uh, which may have given away, and and he's fine because he jumps over a tree. So, it's all right. and, and he's, and he's uh, still covered in mud. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a final bonus question that I will I will put up uh, for the predator: which which beloved uh, pop culture character that almost never laughs? We've probably never heard laugh. Might logically sound like that if he did. Oh. Uh, struggling? Is it, is it? You're all struggling. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Optimus Prime that is Peter Cullen who has voiced Optimus Prime Prime for about 32 years so if if you can just imagine Optimus Prime laughing like this (laughs) 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 now I will only imagine Optimus Prime
4: (laughs) his
0: Optimus Prime voice is just a bad John Wayne impersonation isn't it that's (laughs) right right. he said as much in an
7: interview
1: Okay uh, so that, that's, yeah, that's the fact, end fun fun He was fact. interviewed once <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of the last laugh round Igor Igor, what was, what was the scoring like in there
2: Well after the last laugh round Miskatonic University is on 18 points Quattro Wellness Centre on 24 And the audience making a late showing on 1 point Well done audience
1: Well done audience Okay this is on to another new round called uh, What Happened Next uh, I've I've been uh, burrowing through Wikipedia, and I'm going to read some excerpts from uh, comic book character biographies. Oh Jesus! Uh, and I would like you guys to tell me what happened after if the point that you this entire show
0: around Jeff, that's right. <laughs> this is these are pretty like, pretty obscure,
1: but we Jeff. Get handicapped? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Jeff Jeff's a handicap for everyone. <laughs> um, so it's true. so in this case in this case I'm not going to tell you the the name of the character. So. Uh, he was originally a centaur in ancient Greece named Byron. The which Circe gave him a potion to turn him fully human after he prevented an evil sorcerer poisoning her water, but by mistake made him fully horse instead. Unable to reverse the spell, she instead gave him superpowers, including immortality. The sorcerer asked his teacher to help him against Byron, and they were able to imprison him on an asteroid in the constellation of Sagittarius. <laughs>
0: Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> this is,
1: this I want you to uh, no, tell me what happened after, he, after oh. this character was oh. in, imprisoned in the, in the constellation of Sagittarius.
3: So he's imprisoned... Anyway, he's become
1: fully horse. He's, he's fully old. horse. He's fully horse.
4: Well, he can't call for help then. He's got immortality
1: yeah. and superpowers.
3: Because in space, one no,
4: can um, be Um, um the, uh, the, Hubble, <laughs> the Hubble Space Telescope uh, looks him in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no gift there, and, there, and finds no gifts. <laughs> no gift. That's think, how the saying works,
3: right? <laughs> I, I think though that we see that that this this horse type accent uh, or something something figure, we we look up at Sagittarius and we see that the sprinkling Sagittarius looks a little bit like a teapot, an upside down teapot, and right in the middle is a shiny little trinket, and that's that beautiful beautiful
1: horse. Close. So um, um, is it chief gagging to actually provide it, the I, answer I, I just want i
4: just want I, is it something to do is it something to do with the uh the like different like uh like space kingdoms in um, space like kingdoms like Thor, Thor mythology or uh,
1: no, not quite Jeff, Jeff? I, I strongly suspect that that is the origin story of Comet the super horse who is adopted by Kara Zor-El otherwise known as Supergirl and he falls in love with her <laughs> Je- Jeff this is, is Jeff this is 100% correct <laughs> 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 Um,
4: oh. We're entering some kind of like predestination paradox. Um, so, <laughs> so. so, so,
3: when they enter into a relationship, does she like smear his teeth with peanut butter? They, they
1: right. don't. they do don't, they don't actually ever enter into a relationship. So he, she, he is a love that. Comet the superboy. He was rescued from the asteroid by Supergirl and uh, oh, yeah. uh, became a human, where he adopted the identity of Bronco Bill Star, a rodeo <laughs> trick rider, whom Supergirl fell in love. Okay, Quattro. Uh, this one's this one's for you guys. I want to know what happened next. Um, Gustav Hertz is a man who worked in a mechanical laboratory in his youth. One day, his arms were caught in the machine and ended up amputated. After being discharged from the hospital, Gustav learned how to use his teeth and feet to act like his hands. After
5: years of training... He designs a series of races to be driven... of pods... pod racers to be driven with your feet... (laughs) Inspiring one of the greatest pod racers You think he's Bulba can- from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty Is good. He a
3: bit like Mr. Oblong.
1: No, not quite. Not quite any, uh, any advances. What he in fact did uh, was go on to become Armless Tiger Man. Of course. Started a campaign to destroy machines as a revenge for the loss of his arms. He was finally caught by the Gestapo. <laughs> When the Gestapo learned about his hatred towards machines, they sent Armless Tiger Man to North America to do as he would. Uh, Armless Tiger Man eventually uh, confronted Angel and was incapacitated by Angel when he jammed a piece of pipe in his mouth.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fifty Shades of Something. That's right. Um, <laughs> who
1: wrote that? I, who wrote that bullshit? <laughs>
3: like,
1: <laughs> um, the, my favorite part of Armless Tiger Man's biography was uh, a later bit, <laughs> which opens <laughs> which <laughs> opens <laughs> with the the phrase: "At some point in his life, Armless Tiger Man died." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
4: like words here, <laughs> the <bag>. So <laughs> usually the, the
1: last point Does it say
6: why he was called Tiger Man? He have
4: no well he
1: was with the teeth He was always oh, because okay, of the right. teeth He was the teeth and was arms Alright right. So No arms the, the mouth of a tiger Armless Tiger Man Like
4: was he Tiger Man before he became Armless Tiger Man? Yeah. Maybe All tigers <laughs> are armless though aren't they? <laughs> just got well, legs <laughs> just
1: Well got then legs. why not
4: just say Tiger Man? <laughs> tiger Man <laughs> Exactly
1: <laughs> Um or okay maybe it's,
4: maybe it's like a cockney like Oh he's armless <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> So once again uh, in, the, in the what happened next round I have to award Jeff all of the points um, <laughs> uh, For knowing exactly the backstory of Comet the Super Wars uh, what, what are the scores Igor?
2: Well, on 20 points, Miskatonic University is putting up bravely. <laughs> Quattro Wellness Center is on 29, and the audience has still only got one point. Oh, accent.
1: come on, audience. Oh, Give you yourself a hand, audience, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on to the final round of this episode. Um, but first, first, it's time for a, uh, a word from our sponsors Igor. That's uh, but- right.
2: This round is sponsored. Take your night into a wormhole where time has no meaning with Star Trek Deep Space Wine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, this. Yes, this last round uh, is brought to us by by Star Trek Deep Space Wine. And and this round is called Fools! I'll Destroy You All. Uh, And in this uh, round, each of the teams is going to uh, develop their own uh, mad scientist plot to overthrow or destroy the world. Uh, their choice. So we're going to start off uh, this time with uh, Quadro. Um, what field of science are they in? From the audience, uh, which which particular field of mad sciences is this in? Just a just a regular science field, perhaps. Physics. 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 Okay, you guys are uh, physicists, and uh, w- recently uh, uh, FBI saw d- delivered to their lab was a shipment of what? Skulls. <laughs> skulls. Okay, so you're physicists. We've just, we've just m- recently seen skulls delivered to your lab. Um, I'd like to explain your, your plot to take over the world, maybe your motivation. Why, why are you doing this, first of all? I think we really need to know. As a, as a disgruntled physicist, perhaps.
6: Well, obviously the skulls have something to do with it. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. We, yeah. oh. good. Okay, good. 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 <laughs>
6: we... Um, the reason another, why? Yeah,
1: the reason why we want to seek vengeance... Be, more, the be more mad sciencey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't just laugh to fill
5: the fact that you laughing. no <laughs> idea. We received a shipment of 14 kilograms of skulls. Human skulls! Human skulls! <laughs> and we put them all in an equation glean from the Necronomicon, we had opened. We'd come across a version of this on eBay, and we'd ordered it to the, the science lab with the skulls, and we put them in an equation, and a physics equation <laughs> yes. we're putting them in a giant ring and we're accelerating particles through the skulls. oh and like but a
1: skull particle accelerator yes yes right. we're
5: creating dark matter and when you
1: accelerate the particles what will happen to them like how will this help you it will them?
5: revive the skulls oh my god <laughs> it will revive the skulls and creating the, the, the skeleton through them reanimating them into a cerebrus like person with several heads 14 kilograms of heads <laughs> existing in Five dimensions at once.
1: And will this will this uh, do your do your bidding, this creature? No! no, chaos <laughs> will ensue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yes. So
5: you're
1: gonna be a ground zero when the fourteen kilo-headed monster <laughs> just. I'll yes. be
5: watching Ed Norton Films.
1: <laughs> You'll be watching Ed Norton Films.
5: Okay, yeah, we, don't we
1: don't care. You we don't care. We don't care. care. No,
5: you just. That'll teach them for keeping us off the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah. Yes, it <laughs> was our idea. We just wanted to put one skull in the Hadron Collider just to see what would happen. <laughs> just to see what would happen. But they wouldn't. Yeah. Damn French.
1: And so skeletons for everyone. Yeah, yeah. bad news. One okay. skeleton
5: with a lot of heads. <laughs> <laughs> one skeleton. A lot of skulls! Uh, Very
1: good. Thank you. And just destroying people! Thank you. That just sounds like a Killing them with (laughs)
5: softly with their love.
1: Pretty good, pretty good. (laughs) Okay.
3: How many, how many skulls do you get for 14?
0: 14
1: kilograms. That's a lot of skulls.
0: And what how much kind of material should those skulls be made out of? No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe something more.
1: Uh, Alright, so o- audience, bear that plot in mind because you're going to decide which is be- Crystal skulls! No, we
5: don't talk about that! We do! No one talks about
1: that. <laughs> Um, so we're going to decide who who the moment. Uh, so, Miskatonic University. Uh, what, what field of science oh, are they have in? A, we're,
0: since we're artists, can we have a non-science field? A non-science Ooh, field,
1: okay. Yes, okay. So. A, a, a social science field. <laughs> 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 Accounting. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you guys, okay. You guys are mad accountants. <laughs> oh, and okay. what was seen delivered Blank. to their accountancy office recently? Blank cassette tapes. Blank
7: cassette tapes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> This, this, this is all about one big thing, it's about balancing the cosmic box yes. yes,
0: if there's one thing we accountants have, it's... Pencils
4: <laughs> <laughs> And what can you do with pencils? Manually rewind a cassette tape. (laughs) (laughs) And we are going to rewind the cassette tape of the universe and reset the balance.
3: And every time it breaks, we're going to get a little bit of sticky tape, and sticky tape it back together, and rewind it back a little bit further.
0: Yes, and then we're going to put the universe tape into our stereo, and we're going to dub over the universe. With something we got off the radio, mates.
1: Is it like the MPAA are going to come after you though? Are they? So what? What do you? The MPAA
4: get? will no longer exist. Right. Neither will the RIAA or the the NZR. Uh, (laughs) There'll be no no acronyms There'll be no acronyms (laughs) left, only numbers Yes, and
0: then we will push in the pushy any part of the tape So that you
4: can't tape over it again And then, (laughs) the ultimate fruition of our plan Is to take the tape that has the universe on it And use it as adding machine tape. (laughs) (laughs) The whole universe shall be made to do our calculation bidding. All black, no red. (laughs) It adds up to destruction.
1: Oh, very good. Give them a round of applause here, please, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. All right, Until
5: a single skeleton <laughs> with fourteen kilos of skulls comes. I okay, don't the- you need a receipt for those skulls. <laughs> we we have a bone to pick with you. Yeah. Are those skulls deductible?
1: Um, okay, so I'm gonna ask the audience. We're gonna there. sock it. Quiet man you. scientists! <laughs> I'll leave all the walk my speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I'm going to ask the audience uh, which of those two plans uh, they think is a more uh, effective chance of destroying the world. Uh, Applaud now, if you like, Mr. Tonic's plan to uh, rewind the cassette tapes. And uh, applaud now, if you like, Quattro's plan for the many-headed skeleton destroying the world. Oh, I think I have to give it to Quadro. So that's uh, that's an extra 10 points for them then, which brings us to the end of the game. Igor. Igor, who's the most mad amongst our teams tonight?
2: the audience will be pleased to know they are the least mad. (laughs) (laughs) They still only have slightly less than one point. On 32 points, Miskatonic University, and on a massive 47 kilograms of points, (laughs) Quarto Wellness Centre.
1: Yes, your winners ladies and gentlemen, Quattro Yay! Wellness Center! That brings us to the end of, uh, of episode 6. So as usual on the Nerd Degree, it's just my duty to, uh, to ask the teams for their recommendations uh, for this week. So Brendan, do you have a recommendation?
0: Yes, I do. Uh, I love board games. And I also love making all of my friends hate each other. So I've discovered the perfect board game for that. It's called The Resistance Avalon. Mm. And um, I've, I've never been able to have close friends and family members screaming at each other in a shorter amount of time it's like a game like Werewolf or Mafia with hidden roles and lots of lying and suspicion I definitely hit you
4: now because of it so so a success
3: (laughs) Aaron Um, After my my plug for Mr. Spock's Sounds from Outer Space, uh, 1967, I think you should go and have a listen to William Shatner's debut album, The Transformed Man, which came out in 1968, which featured covers of such hits as uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, an extraordinarily uh, rambling version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, him doing renditions of songs based around the plots for Hamlet and Henry V, and also Spleen, which is this great big piece of... But the sort of thing that you hope not to hear when you go to a performance poetry night. So, so I'd highly recommend it. It's very kitsch, It's very funny, and um, has aged incredibly poorly. Mm.
1: Uh, Andrew, what do you recommend?
4: Um, I uh hadn't hadn't planned anything, but I'm gonna pick something random. I'm gonna uh, recommend a, a video game that is currently on early access on Steam. It's called Besiege, and you like build like like. Uh, siege towers and like machines to like besiege uh, castles and whatnot, and it's all physics based. And the first thing I built was a catapult that tore itself apart when I tried to actually fling anything because I didn't build it very well. Um, and it's it's very funny and very silly and, uh, and 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 lots of destruction, and I
1: enjoy it. Excellent. Uh, I will recommend Lord Voldemort's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and of course I will also recommend the nerd degree uh, hopefully you're already listening to it right now so well done you uh, Jeff. what would you like to recommend I recommend the classic Supergirl storyline <laughs> Comet the Super Horse uh, <laughs> even though we've given away the ending, it's still a thrilling read. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and a uh, thrilling ride. <laughs> 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 oh. I recommend il- uh, Illusionoid.com if you like improv and you like 1930s sci-fi improvised together in a radio format. Uh, check it out, illino- illo- Illusionoid.com. Friends of mine from Toronto. And see, now I'm going to recommend a um, book about Lego.
6: It's called Beautiful Lego by Mike Doyle. Um, there's two out at the moment, um, and the third is... Uh, coming out later this year I think Uh, it's a brilliant book Um, well um, put together just pictures of custom Lego models from (laughs) around the world
1: well put together I like what
6: you
7: did there
1: (laughs) great so uh, that brings us to the end of episode 6 of The new Degree Uh, wow that's loud Uh, uh, thank you all for coming and we'll see you next time No fight outs.